kind of a historic day this week, the second second day of July, a historic day for me and my family. It's it marked 25 years since we arrived in Israel. The, the, the new chapter, maybe the most important chapter in, in my family's lives. It was, it was, it was our Aliyah day. We, 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 we actually, we did it. We got on the plane on the, the 1st of July and the 2nd of July. Uh, here we were in, in a new country. Me, age 39 and a half, maybe going through a little bit of the, of the midlife crisis kind of thing. My wife, <laughs> kind of, kind of coming along the the dutiful wife. My, my four children at the time we had we had four children. One already in high school, going into her junior year in high school. One about to become a freshman in high school, and and our twins that had just just finished second grade. And and we got it. We we loaded up onto the plane. We we and and we were on our way to the adventure 25 years ago hard to believe because because it seems like it, it almost seems like, like like we never lived anywhere else like 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 our life really did begin here it's it, kind of an interesting story kind of kind of a crazy story really i mean we we had, this is this is myself my wife my family had never ever been to Israel our entire life. We managed to make it through 39 plus years of life in America. Jews, you know, we were raised very, very Jewishly identified, but ne- never been to Israel. I mean, just it, like it never, it, it, it kind of like wasn't even a possibility in, in, in my family, my, my family, my wife's family. Great supporters of Israel. They, you know, yeah, right. You know, plant a tree and uh, you know Jewish national fund. Send money. Yeah, the Jewish homeland, the Jewish army, the Six Day War. But but like go there, even to visit, let alone live there, wasn't nah, you know not really a possible thing. So it's kind of what happened was I was I was working. I was I was on a on a plane on a. On a business trip, but talking about midlife crisis, I had I had, I had been practicing dentistry in California and was going through. I, I, I'm sure that it was God trying to prod me, trying to say, "Hey, you know, wake up! What you're doing right now is not right. Where you're living is wrong. You need to come home. You need to go." I, I had no idea what was happening, what he was talking about, but but whatever was going inside led me on a on a quest on on, on a search and and, and I, I explored my old Jewish roots I became came religiously observant pulled my family along with me sold my practice <laughs> decided I was going to go I was going to I was going to study Torah I was going to become a rabbi we needed to live from Moving from the beautiful Santianez Valley of California, we needed to move to a, a Jewish community where my children could could learn to be Jews, where we could live amongst Jews. So, so we moved to North Hollywood, California. No more dental practice. No more, lost. Try, didn't feel lost. I mean, try, try, trying to find my way. So so this is where we were, and I was I was doing something else outside of dentistry to. To, to make a living there while I was studying some Torah on the side, learning how to how to be a Jew. And I was on an airplane 
to to San Francisco, got off the airplane. We were in the walking through the airport, and I saw on the screen on CNN the the Gulf War had just started, and they were talking to people in in Tel Aviv in Israel. These young people, as the the Scud missiles were falling there, and and I was looking there. I'd ne- never been there, never been to Israel. I mean, I knew Israelis because a lot of them lived in my community in North Hollywood, but been to Israel, no. And, and I, I I felt something. I was like. Ah, you know, they were showing their, their braveness. They were out in the clubs and the pubs, the young people saying, you know, we're not going to let these missiles bother us. Life is going to go on. Something, something went twang. And I said, God, I, I, I was feeling a little bit left out. Like something about, I don't know, like, like, like something said, yeah, I need to be there. I need to be a, a part of this. <laughs> I don't know. Be, be a part of like, like missiles falling on your on your house I, I, I something just, just something happened and okay you know it's I, I really feel out of it but okay on with the business trip and all right so life goes on the gulf war goes on then we're sitting at a at a uh, one of those fundraising dinners for i don't know if it was for the shul for the synagogue or for the religious day school that 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 my that my kids were attending and we're sitting at the table with some of our good friends from from North Hollywood and uh, and they announced oh uh, by the way we're moving to Israel we're making Aliyah we're moving to Israel I'm like first I'm like what oh uh, yeah you know we didn't we didn't want to you know we didn't want to talk about it openly but uh, yeah that's what we're gonna do uh, this particular family the guy my good friend had he, he had actually spent part of his youth there he, he was brought there by his family kicking and screaming his his father was a prominent rabbi in Los Angeles and he actually went to high school there. He went to went to university there, and then, then he came back. And he had been living back in America. His family was still in Israel. He had been living in America for a long time. A successful psychology practice, and and then, then they sprung. No, no, we're we're moving to Israel. We're making Aliyah, and and I'm sitting there going, what, what, and then, and then going, uh, hmm, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Maybe I should do that. Hmm. But I've never been to Israel. But, eh, you know, it's details, details. Hmm. Aliyah. Maybe. So, <laughs> I, 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 it, it's a little bit of a blur, you know, how this happened. This was like in, I don't know, this is like, you know, you know, you know maybe, maybe March. And so, so I thought, you know, in my brilliance, I thought, well, maybe, maybe if I'm thinking about moving to Israel, well, maybe we should like visit there once first. But no, no, not enough, not like a vacation, not like oh, let's plan a, a vacation for the summer. No, no, I did, I did, I actually did my version of of the Torah portion of a couple of weeks ago of, of the spies, you know, the Miraglim. I thought, well, you know, if we're going into Israel, we're going in blind anyway. You know, like like God sent the Israelis, the Israelites there after they left, after they were released from slavery in Egypt, sent them straight to, to Egypt, you know, blind. That, that's where they were headed. They were going there. So, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, they did it. I can do it too. But, but, but they felt the need, the elders of the community felt, well, we, we should check out the land there. We need to send some 
some spies in there. So we did. I guess I guess I guess the modern day equivalent. We uh, we signed up for a a pilot trip with the the organization for religious aliyah to Hila. In those days, there was no nefesh benefesh. I mean, you 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 wanted to move to Israel. You pretty much did it on your own. But there was some assistance from this organization called Tehila, and they were specifically they were specifically oriented and existed to assist religiously observant Jews in making Aliyah and moving to Israel. And so they they had these they had these organized trips, like two week trips. They called them pilot trips, and they, they took you there. It was a, it was a, like a, a pretty cheap thing. You know, subsidized, and uh, they took you there, and they kind of, it's like a lightning tour. You spent a couple of Shabbatot there, Sabbaths, with hosting families. You, Depending on what your profession was, your, your, your job, they helped you find out about working in Israel, getting jobs. You learn about banking, schools, and went there, and they, and they took you around the country a little bit also, you know, to visit some of the sites. And so, okay, we signed up and did it. We said, we decided we'd be our own Miraglim, our own spies. We went, we went, we saw, I guess we conquered. <laughs> so, my, my wife, early stages of pregnancy at the time, like, in, like the stage when you're like na- nauseous all the time, but uh, being the good, faithful wife that she was, she said, okay, all right, let, let's go. You know, all right, another one of Marty, another one of your, uh, your crazinesses, you, you know, you, dra- you sold your dental practice. You moved us to Los Angeles. All right. Okay. Now you're talking about Israel. All right. Let's go. But we are not moving there. We are not. All right. We'll go for a visit. You know, why not? It'll be an adventure. We went. And, and you know, what we learned, we learned, first of all, that I can make a good living as a dentist there, even though I had not been practicing dentistry for like the past three years. But, hey, that was the way Israel still it was the tail end of the golden years of dentistry that you can make a decent living and I still have time to study Torah on the side the ideal work earn a living and also study Torah oh okay that sounds good okay but wait a minute but no one in the family speaks Hebrew like like isn't that the language there oh, yeah, no problem like it might be a little hard for you adults but no problem your children yeah, they'll start. They'll start school in September. By December, they'll be they'll be speaking, you know, like natives. Spoiler alert. Uh-uh. No way. No how. Not possible. Major trauma. Language. When you come to Israel, you don't speak Hebrew. And I don't care if you're a like a a quick learning child in school plunged in. No, no, no. December, you're still like you're still the new Oleh. You're the immigrant, and. Uh, no, Hebrew is a difficulty. Hebrew is a definite problem. But okay, you know, all right, we, we, we are. <laughs> so, all right, came back home, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I was there. We were we were davening, praying in the you know in the settlements and these in, in in the in the synagogues that were still like in trailers, and it was like the pioneers and the the the, the young idealistic. Jews there, and I'm like, yeah, 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 we got to do this. You know, God was kind of, kind of pushing me in the in that direction. You know, for he he had, he had and I I didn't know what was going on inside of me. I knew something was saying, you know, you're not in the right place. You're not doing the right thing, and and, and that that voice had been telling me that for like like the past three years. But it, but it kept I kept following it. 
I, I wasn't hearing it correctly. I was going to, to the wrong places. We moved here, we moved there. I tried this, I tried that. Nothing was working. So this time, ah, you know, may, may, maybe Israel. I, I know that since I had become religiously observant like three years ago, I know I had been like religiously, ha ha ha, pun intended, religiously praying to God three times a day as a Jew does and, and, and in the... Uh, the Amidah, the Shmona Esrei, the standing devotion of, of 18 prayers, the Jewish prayer formula, every day, three times a day, I'd been saying, oh God, please return me to Zion. And I'm praying for God to bring me to Israel. And, and then, like, like it kind of clicked, you know, the combination of, of my spy trip to Israel, the Gulf War, my good friend making Aliyah, moving to Israel. It, it kind of clicked. It rang. It said, like, dumbass, what are, what are you doing? Like, like pray to God for things that you, you need God to help you with. You know, help, help, help. Pray to him for health. Pray to him for the for for a, a good meaningful marriage for your children to succeed to become good Torah Jews to learn to become good good people. Again, health. <laughs> we'll keep saying that one. That I should be able to take care of my family. That we should have a roof over our heads. That we should eat. Pray to God for these things. But what the heck am I doing? Praying to God three times a day to take me back to Zion, to Israel, to Jerusalem, like. I don't need God for this. I need to. I need to like go down to the El Al ticket office first. Do the groundwork with the with the Jewish agency, and buy a ticket. And that's how. That's how you get to Israel. Not not through through praying fervently. You just you do it the Nike way. You just do it. From the Bible to the Quran. Revelation in Jerusalem, Shalom, Salam Aleikum. So, uh, this was, the pilot trip was on April 15th. That's, I remember, because that's, that's, I remember, oh, income tax day, and we we're on our way to Israel. You know, the day of judgment in, in many different ways. So, came back from the pilot trip two weeks later, and I had it in my mind, okay, we're doing it. Yeah, I liked it there. We're going to go. I'm I'm going, you know, I'll continue to pray to return us to Zion because that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm going to buy the ticket. So uh, <laughs> try to get that one through uh, through the uh, Mrs. Marty Roberts. And uh, 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 no way, no how, no way, no how. I'm pregnant. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. OK, 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 OK. No, you're right. You're right. It's, it'd be a little bit drastic to uh, to just pick up and move to Israel like that. So how about this? Why don't we go for a one-year trial and check it? No, 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 no. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, okay. All right. It'll be an adventure. Yeah, let's do it. We'll try. It'll be good for the kids, good for our Judaism. It'll be an adventure. We'll go, but one year. I'm like, yes. Okay. We did it. We did. So we signed up. We went fast forward to July 1st. First thing in the morning, it's a Sunday morning, and and our good friend, the rabbi, the uh, the rosh yeshiva of the of the yeshiva high school where my daughter was attending. He, uh, since we had nineteen suitcases, enormous suitcases loaded with with most of our worldly belongings, we had we had loaded like furniture and other stuff. Even though it's a one year trial, like and I, well, we might want to stay. So let's let's send everything on the zim lines. Let's take advantage of the. Uh, we'll tell the Jewish 
Jewish agency we're making, Aliyah, we'll take advantage, we get the free ticket. So we had like these 19 enormous suitcases, four children, you know, second second grade twins, high, mid-high school daughter, high school freshman son. We had a dog, a, uh, we had Mindy, the, uh, the giant, the standard poodle. We had our cat. We had Flosswell, the remnant of my dental practice, Red Lord Amazon Parrot, all packed up. We couldn't. We had already sold our two cars, so how are we going to get to the airport? So, so the rabbi enlisted the high school van driver and his van to load us up with all our, our animals, our menagerie, our, our suitcases. Took us first thing in the morning to LAX, and uh, we got on the plane July 1st. Off we went. To Israel, July second, twenty-five years ago, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. So you know, I gotta tell you, it, you know, we we, we kind of we take it gr- for granted being here I, I love it here it's got its up and ups and downs it's hard it's it's this financially hard you know thank god the uh, our, our children have been have been staying here they've been been settling here our older children we've got we've got one our our, our second to the to the youngest who is who is studying in America our hope is that that he will that he will come back here but but we have our, our oldest daughter is happily happily married here with a family five children living here oldest son Happily married, he 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 studied in Los Angeles, but came back married a wonderful woman in Los Angeles. Three children, one on the way, God willing, happily here in Israel, doing well. Our uh, our uh, two twins married, living here in in Israel, doing well. Thank God, our youngest about to God willing start in university here to study to study some form of engineering. Thank God, you know, we're making it, we're doing it. And, and you know, but life, life it goes on, you know, this terror attacks, wars, financial hardships, this, that, good government, bad government, blah, 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 you know, regular life. But, you know, when I'm out there, when I'm doing one of my, my favorite things in Israel, and that, that's, that's running, being out on the roads, I, I love to. I love to run. I love to be out there in the sun and, and just kind of thinking, communing with God, listening to to music, podcasts, listening to to God Himself, talking to God, and 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 kind of every once in a while, even after twenty five years, it strikes me like like boom, like wow, whack, strikes me. I wow, like like. Aside from the like the the, the, the more the, the non spiritual things that I have to be thankful to, to, to God for about you know the mundane things the, the less mundane things I, I survived what should have been terminal cancer the, this that that was like 12 years ago here I still am running you know thank God thank God my children thank God uh, my, my daughter is fighting cancer now but thank God she's she's hanging on now that, that there's a chance she's gonna beat it by the way please pray for her ahava amuna bat chava itta please pray for her because because uh, although I so far won the battle, she hasn't. She's still fighting. She hasn't won it yet. But I'm, I'm thanking God. Thank, but but it hits me, even after 25 years, how lucky, how lucky am I? I am doing something that Moshe Rabbeinu 
Moses, our teacher, our leader, the the select of God, Moses himself, Moses who God chose to take the Jews out of slavery in Egypt. He chose Moses to go up on Mount Sinai and receive the Torah directly, face to face. It says in, in, in the Torah, in the Bible, that there's never been a prophet like Moses, the most humble man that ever lived, the the unique, the one and only prophet that God chose to reveal himself face to face. To he revealed himself to the entire Jewish people at Mount Sinai. But but he used to talk to Moses face to face, like like even closer than I'm talking to you right now. We're not talking through a microphone. We're talking face to face, Moses. But but what? What thing that Moses so wanted to do was he not allowed to do? Come into the land of Israel. Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, our prophet, never was able to live in Israel. He was punished. He was, and, and me, also, my name is also Moses, Moshe ben Chaim Lev. That, 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 that's my Hebrew name. That's, I'm the other Moses. This Moses, I mean, not, not, a, not a speck of dust compared to, to Moshe Rabbeinu, Mo, Moses our teacher, Moses our prophet. God did not allow Moses to live in Israel. Here I am. Every day I'm running, I'm out running on the road under the sun in Israel. I'm running literally on the pathways that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob walked on be, between Beersheba and Jerusalem. They, they, they walked on these paths that I am now running on a daily basis, thinking nothing of it. God has let me do this. He, Moses himself, no, it, it's, a, it's interesting. This actually, this, the Torah portion of this week, the Parshat Chukat, is, is the, the Torah portion where, where the, uh, the Avera, the, the sin of Moses... That for which he was punished, with the with with God not allowing him to come into the land of Israel, took place. It, it was the this is a this is one of the the least understood things in Torah in the Bible stories. Like like what did Moses do that was so bad that God refused to let him come into Israel? Only let him see it from afar, from the top of a mountain. And it's a and we learn in, in this portion in, in Parshat Chukat that. The, uh, what had happened was the well that supplied the Israelites with water in the desert while they were wandering in the desert for, uh, for going on 40 years, it dried up. So God told Moses, go up on, on Mount Horeb and extract water from a rock. And Moses did that. And God said, do it. He did. He went up. But, but in the course of executing God's command to, to get water from the rock for his people, for the Israelites, he, he, he made a big boo-boo. What he did was was he hit the rock with his stick, and, and as a result of this, it was de- it was decreed that that Moses must die in the desert, and Joshua, Moses's protege, will be the one to lead the Israelites into the promised land. And so, so the conventional wisdom that was uh, is quoted from the midrash by by the great Torah commentator, the medieval commentator Rashi was that God had commanded Moses to talk to the rock, tell the rock to, to bring forth the water, but instead Moses struck it. He hit it with a stick. And you know, all Moses was doing like, like 39 years earlier, the first time 
that the Israelites needed water. God had indeed, he told Moses, hit the rock. Moses hit the rock. The water came out. But this time, apparently the instructions were a little bit different. And and God just said, talk to the rock. Moses hit the rock. And because of that, no Israel for Moses. It's hard to understand, and but that's what happened. But 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 anyway, the point is, here I am, here I am walking where Moses himself could not walk. Me, my family, and and by the way, my fellow Jews, if you happen to still be living in the exile, you can do it too. You can do it too. Hit rock or no. Yeah, keep praying to Zion, to God to bring you back to Zion, but to to come home where where God said, I'm going to give you this gift, the land of Israel, so so that you can live here. And do all the mitzvahs here, all the commandments. That that's the gift. That's what it's all about. That he said, I, I I'm taking you out of out of Egypt to bring you to the land of Israel, so that you can so that you can perform the mitzvahs here. And uh, hey, today, all you gotta do, all you gotta do, is buy a ticket. Marty Roberts blessed in Israel. Shalom, shalom.